0: Welcome back to the Dango Jones Podcast. Hey, Nick. Hi. You were on time today. Yes. uh, Which is uh, a welcome thing. I always welcome that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the Toronto Transit Commission. Thank the fact I was closer to your undisclosed location. You know, the thing about, the reason why I'm making a big deal about it is we have Megan and George Pettit on the podcast. They live out of town. They live in Hamilton. Which is, what, an hour away out of Toronto? Pretty much. And when they came over to my place, they came, they arrived before you did. Yeah. And you live here. Right. And I probably, well, what I like to do, this is a little
1: trick of the trade. I'll tell you, I'll share with you. Uh, sometimes I actually get here about a half hour early. And I'll just, I'll hide in a garbage can outside of your building and just right. survey what's going on like a neighborhood watch thing and sometimes there's crime and I gotta stop the crime and a lot of the reason I'm late has to do with uh, crime stopping neighborhood watch stuff
0: so what you're saying is I live in a terrible neighborhood
1: yeah you basically live in like the uh, like the, the I'm trying to think of a comparable neighborhood like Thunderdome maybe, uh, yeah uh, maybe uh, yeah Thunderdome or, or like uh, Mordor. Or I kind of live in the Mordor
0: of Toronto Okay The Mordor capital Well Megan and George came by And it was great to have them by Between the two of them They We have How much do they weigh Between the two of them? I'm not sure But between the two of them There's a lot of connections Between the two of us Uh, Obvious one of course Right off the bat George Was the singer of Alexis on Fire He has a new band called Dead Tired Dead Tired uh, are on New Damage Records, which is our label in Canada, so we're kind of label mates. Um, Megan is a stand up comedian. She She's got, on Twitter. You, I'm on Twitter. You're on Twitter. George is on Twitter. You and Megan have done shows together.
1: Yeah, she opened up a show for me uh, in Toronto, and I've done shows with her in um, Hamilton, and that's been fun. She's so hilarious. She's a great comedian. Yeah, she's great at Twitter, and she's a swell she's hala- person. She's
0: I gotta say, she is hilarious on Twitter. Now, I don't know right off the top of my head her handle, but I think it's at Megan it. Pettit. I think it is that simple at God, Megan I hope Pettit. Right. But I
1: think it might be like Megan
0: S Pettit. Like I, I feel, there, there's... or there's an underscore in there. Anyways, anyone who yeah. does a search will find her. Look up Megan Pettit. <clears throat> she's pretty much a bullseye Twitter. Yeah, I mean, well, profile person. It's like. The best
1: way to be a Twitter, and I'm not this way, I think, is to uh, decide what you're going to talk about. And she talks about sort of like sexy guys. <laughs> she <laughs> makes jokes about sexy guys all the time. She's like, "I want to pinch these sexy guys' butts," and uh, that's a good wheelhouse. <laughs> I feel like I turned that compliment into just an inaccurate description of what her Twitter was. So check it out, guys and gals. Um, George's? you are—are are you hungover
0: or what is what is I'm your just problem tired.
1: today? I just am tired, and I maybe I'm a little hungover. What the, I went to—I did a comedy show last night at a place called the Bristol in Toronto. It's a British pub.
0: Can we move on to <laughs> Megan and George, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why you don't want to hear about why I'm hungover? <laughs> Who expects someone to have sex
0: at four thirty in the morning? It was much your less evening? do a good job of it. That was your evening. <laughs> I I love how you're complaining about getting laid. Well, when you're so bad at it, you'd complain. (laughs) It's like
1: that would basically it feels like someone chopped my leg off and was like, let's go for a a run. (laughs) That's how I feel when I'm tired. (laughs) So it started
0: at 430 and ended at what, 437? I would say 428. (laughs) We somehow actually broke the
1: speed of light and sound and went backwards.
0: Um. Can can we get back to the pettits, please? But I also want to extend a thank you to George, who, before you arrived, presented me with his old leather jacket, which I saw on Instagram, Ood and Odd. He was giving it away, and I think I was the first person to uh, to reach out to his offer. I want to say thanks to George for bringing over... Do you wear the
1: jacket a lot? Sorry? Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. What?
0: Do you wear the jacket a lot? Well, it's been like minus three to minus 15 this week, so... Not right now. But, yeah, I've taken it out on a stroll. (laughs) Walked through the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, no one saw that. I wanted to mention it here.
1: You should wear that leather jacket and go into a high school. And, like, when you see someone who can't open their their locker, you're just like, hit it with your elbow hey. yeah, like, flip right like over Fonzie yeah or fla- Fonzie or Fonzie or Fonzie or Fonzie maybe uh maybe Big Moose would have done that too in the Archie series
0: <laughs> I think they have a, a great dynamic together they came in here laughing their heads off at something so I think they they're a great couple maybe and they was, should have a
1: podcast that's a great idea Not to create to throw out the competition but I could see that happening and I think that they have a lot of collaborative energy and I think because they've made comedy things together as you will hear on As this you'll project. hear and uh, maybe that's a good place for them to go I, I I definitely think she's really funny and George is really funny and uh, really he's probably more handsome than
0: 94 percent of the population and that's just a side note. I also <laughs> noticed that he expressed interest in playing with your band, Wrong, wrong Hole.
1: Wrong Hole. We uh, might break up, though.
0: Oh, Jesus. He just made shirts. <laughs> yes. Uh, but,
1: no, I don't know. And, and
0: George remembered to bring the leather jacket for me. <laughs> but you today forgot to bring me a Wrong Hole i just trying t- to get you to go t-shirt. to the Wrong
1: Hole show. I I'm will. Just, I'll I'm go. Using, yeah. I'll
0: go to the Wrong Hole Dead Tired Show. Oh. Is this... Like, well, we should have asked them to play this show, Friday. Oh, they anyway, might have done it. Might Listen, have done it. can I tell you something? Yeah. Is this whole thing you're putting across on this intro <laughs> filled with energy and vitality? Is this your dead tired tribute? Yeah, dead tired. Yeah,
1: I'm just I'm just trying to be. I know that we were interviewing doing the intro for for George from Dead Tired today, so I said I'll be dead tired. Yeah, and uh, for and the for, it's a good thing they're now called dead. I would have showed up and just been a dead body. Right. You would have had to have thrown me in a limestone pit or something. Well, this introduction
0: was a fantastic (laughs) idea to bring you on, Nick. (laughs) I know. I'm sure George and Megan will love how we've introed this discussion with them.
1: I know. My brain is not good right now. Yeah, honestly. Be- you
0: bring it back to how you're so tired because you had sex. And I didn't have sex. You're I having sex. That.
1: no, but it was.
0: So basically, our dynamic, as everybody listening is, <laughs> Nick is doing this, and I'm trying to wrangle it back to normality, getting it back on the track, yeah. making sure the podcast is professional, sounding good. Right. I'm like Howard Stern. You're Gary Delabate. So you're Howard. Zorro. You're Howard? I'm Howard. <laughs> and I'm Gary yeah we're gonna so here we go here is the uh, George and Megan Pettit podcast we're gonna end with Dead Tired Nick is super tired you're wearing a my <laughs> god what are you wearing Nick what is this um, it is a, a striped uh, shirt a god you know I really want to reference an 80s figure who is in very hot water these days so I'd rather not go you there it's
1: a, you think it's a you think it's an Arsenio sweater
0: um, it's more of another sweater-wearing comedian, known for his sweaters, but we're not gonna go there.
1: Well, i I think I'll just put in a good <laughs> word for this sweater. <laughs> and How do I'd we like, end this? I'd like to say a quick jello. I'd like to say a quick jello <laughs> to George and Megan if they're listening to their own podcast episode. It's a great episode. Um, you know, don't be Rudy to your parents. <laughs>
0: Uh, and, uh, you know. This uh, podcast is not brought to you by Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Okay, so Nick, here it is. George and Megan, Pettit. Let's start. All right.
1: Yo, motherfuckers. You like Kiss? I love fucking KISS. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are the fucking shiznick. Man, and I also love my punk rock, too. You know, that fucking Henry Rollins is a badass motherfucker. You know who else is a bad motherfucker? Danko Jones. That OG laid down that pimped-out podcast like no other. He loves his KISS and Black Flag. I mean... I love that fucking Denko Jones podcast. And if you don't like that Denko Jones
0: podcast, go fuck yourself.
2: And I said the Donko Jones podcast makes me feel alright. The Donko Jones podcast makes me feel alright. Wanna inadi where? Wanna inadi where?
0: It makes me
2: feel alright.
1: So we have uh,
0: we're Megan and George. They're here, and it's nice to have them here. We Hi. we hatched this idea together, right, Nick? Via email. Yeah, we thought it would be. We both thought it would be a great idea.
1: Yeah, and there was certainly no prior discussion between any other parties.
0: Uh, <laughs> there's there's connections between all of us in in yes. different ways.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, Nick uh, uh, sleeps m- on our food. Time. Sleeps that on time? our food time. time to time in Hamilton. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Because I go to Hamilton when I want to kind of get the grit into the dirt between my fingers, you know, and feel like what real people are like. <laughs> yeah. I live in the metropolitan
0: city. And, you know, the
1: great thing about Hamilton
2: is there's literally
1: just one horse.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's a, is, it's yeah. a one horse town. Sometimes <laughs> when I want to live in a Pete Seeger song, I take the old I take the old, yeah. take the old, the old train the down, old down. The train. When well, I want to
1: make a car.
2: There's only one place I can go. That's that's right. You know, you want to forge something. Yeah. You come down to Hamilton. you know, a lot of smithies. going on there. No, that's, that's, I don't know. Hamilton's a very, that's. I I love love Hamilton. I love it too. And I think I moved there with a lot of those. No, no, because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like. Always always the the measure of reaction. I love it too. I love it. (laughs) Question mark. I do love it. I (laughs) I mean, yeah, we could have, we, I could have, you know, we could have lived anywhere. I think when I first moved there though, I had that real like. Like, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like these phonies in Toronto, man. This is like a real place. And I don't want to be like thinking
1: of the different places I can eat like every meal of the day. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, every day. I hate the
2: convenience (laughs) and all this stuff. I want to drive to my mailbox, man. (laughs) And uh, So you picked and the worst, to, neighborhood picked
3: worst neighborhood in Hamilton. I picked the worst
2: neighborhood in Hamilton. I moved there and I lived really? there for That's like two years. Mm-hmm. Well no, where we live, yeah. yeah. Oh, where we live, live is a lovely neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, when yeah. I, I moved to Emerald Street in Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is largely known there was a lot of halfway houses on my street and a lot of prostitution and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh and it was cheap to live there and I got a big two-bedroom apartment that was
3: somebody like... had been curing meats in oh, the- when <laughs> they showed me
2: yeah that's right when they showed me the apartment there was uh there was like a there was like a makeshift like rack made out of like a a broom handle, and the guy had like curing meats on yeah, it, and was he was just bedroom. like, "I was like, smells kind of weird in here." We go in the bedroom, and he's he's curing meats. But I it's think terrifying. George chose
3: that apartment solely so he could blame all the stenches on the curing meats previously. Yeah, yeah I wrote that, that up for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, like two years later, it must be the cured meats. Yeah, maybe. they used to cure not... meat here. It's <laughs> been two dishes. years, George. It's been <laughs> two
2: years.
1: It's the cured meats. Light a match. That's how you <laughs> <laughs> solve
2: it. <laughs> mm. Not a pile so. of unwashed of, of unwashed. It. Just a shame. Remember of even your dishes. your
3: ice cubes tasted bad. I remember. Yeah, I remember that? Yeah. Like that's bad how things. bad that apartment was. You know when your your cubes are tainted, that something's up. Right. <laughs> was a bad I was not good at living by myself. How family.
2: old were you? I
3: want to say it was 22, you're 21. I'm not good
2: at living I, with someone. No, yeah. Forever. Living with someone, I'm not great at either. <laughs> but uh, by myself is getting really bad. It's yeah. like, you know, those are 22, 21 shows.
1: is really, I feel like that's young to live alone. Were you living alone? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, are you gonna get, I don't Alexis, even know what you're getting Alexis on Fire is from St. Ca- you guys are from St. Catharines? I'm
2: originally from Grimsby. um... Uh, So everyone else is from St. Catharines. Grimsby is like the halfway point between St. Catharines and Hamilton. It's like 18,000 kind of beach kind of city. I
0: think we went through this last time. Maybe
2: we did, yeah. Yeah. I know
1: Megan from She Came to a Neil Hamburger show that I was on a while ago. A long time ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's that. You're very funny on Twitter. Megan
0: does stand-up. And your stand-up
1: is very funny. Well, thank you. And... Then George also years.
0: that I know, too. George. are very funny yeah. as well. And now
1: I've come down to Hamilton a few times, and yes, I sleep on their beds.
0: Megan, uh, how long have you been uh, doing stand-up? Because uh, anyone who listens to the podcast, I'm fascinated by stand-up comedians.
3: It really hasn't been that long. It's only been a few years. But Jordan. doesn't it feel like a few you can't years, believe it's
1: been a few years already? But a few that years for a band is,
0: is you're like, you're kind of middle-aged as a band, you know? Like a lifespan for a band is like... What is it? What do they say? Name bands have 7 year lifespan. Yeah, yeah but, but
2: I feel like stand up it's not the same for stand up no. comedians because yes. stand up there there longer. are stand up comedians who have been around for like 15 years who are still <laughs> <They're> very much <laughs> <nervous>. <laughs> they, don't,
3: they, they don't know, know anything or they just finally figured it out like sometimes yeah. it can take years and yeah. years yeah. like I don't think I figured it out until, until like
1: the well new you're new still switch. at the point where you're just or like something. writing and performing and you're like I don't know you exactly know, I feel mm-hmm. that way too sometimes you know it's like and that's what's crazy is like you do it for much longer and it's like it's it's like you are saying it's like it doesn't really solve itself and you won't necessarily like the validation is so odd mm-hmm. that you yeah. get <laughs> it's Oh it's yeah. really hard to define for you sure, yeah, yeah. I, In Canada, I think you know
0: it's because. What's the validation like? Well, let's give him a round of applause. Uh. <laughs> I think the validation is, is like every
1: single step. You just are like, oh, that was that step. Okay, we're done with that, and that paid. That's eight hundred dollars, and I still don't feel like I do this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, like I did this, I you know, oh, this I did this TV spot, but it's not like. It doesn't it wasn't a dream of mine, so I don't know. You know, I got do these eye channel things, and it's like I don't feel like I've done television, even though I did some weird mm. TV taping once. You know.
3: But would would you ever wake up and go, Ah, this is where I wanted to be? I, I
1: don't think I. W- I mean, maybe if I were in Cancun,
3: hmm? if you were in Cancun, <laughs> I mean, this is, where, yeah. is,
1: that, is that
0: how you felt when you walked on stage? When you how how, how is it that you uh, became a, a stand up comedian?
3: So George was away for about four months. Um, so I was basically a single parent Mm -hmm. and I was getting into a new career and it was actually paused, um, just due to logistics, right? So I couldn't work. I couldn't really do anything. I went out. It was actually a Neil Hamburger show. Yeah. I don't think you're on that one though. Um, with, it was Barry Taylor, uh, Patrick Coppolino was hosting it. Yeah.
1: yeah, That would have been like maybe two years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I went to that show and, um, Barry was on stage and he was telling a joke and he ended up telling a joke of something that I had actually rapped in, mm-hmm. uh, in this like joke rap band that Ben, <laughs> ben Respin has put on. Yeah. So it was one of Can my Can we go on a tangent said, about this joke <laughs> rap band? <laughs> this was actually a joke rap band. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Barry and I knew Barry. I, I had met him previously from George and um, he says this joke and then a lot of people laughed and I thought, hey wait a minute, is that funny? I didn't really know. And then afterwards, I was talking to him, and I said, "Hey, I, I I like spit some rhyme that was very similar to that joke you said." And and I started talking about the group, and he said, "Oh, I actually got it from Ben Rispin. He said I could use it, and it was turned yeah, out so that Ben lifted ben had, it and uh, yeah, yeah. So given my was lyric for... to Barry. And oh, then...
0: that's really funny! Wow, that's so crazy. Oh, that's a weird. That's weird though. Did you feel <laughs> so like it was you mine? Were... Yeah. Did you feel like? someone took from you?
3: Oh, no. I actually felt great because I actually got to witness because I never knew that anything I said could be... Like, I would write... That's like
0: an empowering kind of thing in a weird way.
3: To
1: to have someone... You, to know Steal that your material well but when you don't well, necessarily but at that point it, it
3: was just it was like a joke song <laughs> and i guess i guess ben had said the line t- to barry just says like in passing oh i see and barry's okay. like that's funny can i use that right and then ben said go for it right not thinking that it wasn't it wasn't a joke okay, i right. never had said it on stage or anything um, so I was talking to Barry about that and then, um, I started talking to Patrick who's the host and he's like, why I host an open mic. Why don't I just throw you on? That's so. the way
1: with comedy too is like, you kind of have to be like, not a, like someone who is like useful in several ways. <laughs> like if you know how to drive, it, especially if it, it opens yeah. up your opportunities <laughs> as a comedian, like mm-hmm. tons just because people might go, Oh, I need to someone to drive me to the show and you can do comedy at the For show. For sure. And then, yeah.
3: Well I am noticing there is a lot of give and take especially in Toronto everybody yeah. kind of wants their own room everybody wants yeah. to have people at their show so if you you go on my show then I get to go on your show. I love that and... but I
1: hate it. You know like I love that people are nice that way but I also am like what if I just want to put on a good show where people are happy watching all the comedians in it? Exactly. and what if someone gives them, yeah. you know, so it's like, and what if this person is not Right, for that particular show. Exactly.
3: Well, that happened. I I started putting on my own shows in in Hamilton, and what I wanted was very specific, only a few comedians, very specific kind of comedy style, and then I knew that my friends would be comfortable. They wouldn't get heckled. They wouldn't get offended, you know? Um, Not like they would be, you know, they have blue material. It's just not, you know? So then I... so then I brought a bunch of people out and I and and it was it, it, the first one was a great show yeah, the first George DJ. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, but all these like comedians showed up and they're like, "Hey, can I jump on? Can I jump mm-hmm. on?" And actually one comedian, he was um, he was quite drunk and he was got really angry <laughs> that I would put on a show and he wanted to do it cuz he's been doing it a lot longer and it was he was quite aggressive and then he started actually like yelling oh during um, like the opening comedian and, <laughs> and had to leave and it was pretty <laughs> wow. But that's it because it that happens all the time though. People go, hey, there's an audience. Can I jump on? And then it right. gets saturated. Now you have 13 comedians and people are bored. And yeah, it's right. it's now yeah. like 11:30 at night and people want to go yeah. home and they don't want to watch the headliner. There's, there's a room really, with
2: people listening and we
3: pile on. Everybody you know, like oh, yeah. I've got some jokes.
2: shows are like
1: you want there if you kind of position it like that's the kind of show it is and the bar is fine with it. Then that's what it is. You know. Sure. And, but mm, you know should that's not what they should be like most of the time, I don't think. So were you were It's like you, when there's eight bands on a show.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. When you first went on stage mm-hmm. was did it feel mm-hmm. like the right thing to do? Were you comfortable immediately or
3: No, no, I, I'm a very nervous person. But was there a
0: show that you did? where it was just
3: like yeah this is yeah at one um, point i i was like i'm my own worst enemy like i'm just getting myself worked up in a frenzy and Mm -hmm. and it and it's worse like when i'm up there and and i'm nervous then they're gonna feed off that and it's uncomfortable for everybody Mm -hmm. so finally i just i don't know why i just said just don't do that anymore and i I haven't done it since and that was maybe
2: there was definitely that there was a point where it turned where (laughs) like you still get really nervous before the shows kind of thing but i remember you know because like in the beginning days it was i was i would go and i would just like oh god oh, he's please. awful in the audience i can like, so i can't, I can't. So, <laughs> he's, he's cuz i get so dying. nervous for you and yeah, then and then uh, and then like yeah and, and you're inevitably at some point you're going to bomb and there <laughs> oh, were sometimes oh, where ate like, shit so like hard. where yeah. there was highs and lows where like you'd have one night it was really good and then there would be a night that was really bad and, mm-hmm. like, but then there was like and then i remember at one point you That's hit like so five shows like consecutively where Mm. you were getting solid laughs and it was a good you you put together a really solid like, you know, six or seven minutes Mm -hmm. that were that were great. And uh, and that was that was fun. It was and then it was all of a sudden it was it was really fun to go out to these and it
3: was And like, I let you come to show you You let me
2: come yeah, we, there was some yeah, there's some heated well, I, it's,
3: sitting in the back of No,
0: oh no, this is That strange. is a uh, level of trust,
1: you know. Obviously horrifying. you guys are you know, have been together for so long and like get each other enough that I guess it's probably fine in terms of like you know she's funny, you know, so you yeah. love each other's sense of humor. But it's like there is this thing with dating sometimes where people come to your shows and you're just like, oh my god, oh, I hope yeah. this goes well. Or, no, are, you you this, impress, oh, or oh, are you trying to impress? Are you trying to
0: kill for to impress whoever shows? Yeah. Up to I don't care. See. I
1: mean, obviously, I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not care about killing. I don't believe in killing. I believe in letting people live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I want. I ideally, I want to make crowds leave happy because they think they're funnier than me. You know, that's
2: like... like, (laughs)
1: That's
2: a a public service. (laughs) Nick is empowering young comics. (laughs) (laughs) Letting them know they can get up there and do it. I know, but that's actually
1: fucking true. (laughs) That is absolutely true because I will have these shows that go so weird. I mean, especially that last show in Hamilton I did with you guys where it was like... All of the every aspect of it was running against me. It was like one a.m. by the time I went up. Yeah, you know, it was in a bar that was there was no real central stage no. area too many so. yeah Megan yeah. went up right before me she did great but there were too many comics yeah and mm-hmm. there were too many and, and uh, there were a lot of people who were like doing it for the first time which is like it's kind of cool to have one person doing it for the first time you like, can that have type one of a show
3: struggle yeah
1: because it was like sort of a show put on by a musician you know so, so if it was uh, someone from the scene was like doing comedy for the first time that's great but there were three people one of which yeah. didn't even stay the whole time yeah, and did this thing oh, in character that's... where he was like just like Eh it felt he, did like like a he did like a Bob Newhart
2: he did like a Bob Newhart like on the phone I felt Bob like Newhart like, but he buddy dropped a lot of like records dot com sketch no. show yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. like
1: like like a makeout oh. club they did, they had, like, a YouTube channel or something, you
2: know? Sounds, I was like, great. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to be, he's got a show now. Yeah, he has a show.
0: Yeah. Actually, so he'll be on here
3: next, next podcast. Yeah, so you <laughs> should really get him, actually. That would be good
2: for the podcast. Um, we actually just signed a
1: deal where he'll be punching me in the face every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. Showing up like at every one of his shows and heckling you. But, um, no, I just have these shows sometimes where it's like, you know, I, I play very disadvantageous places <laughs> most of the time. Whether it's that weed
0: cafe for the other show, or isn't oh that yeah. what comedy is now? I like it's the like roller coaster of the it's set pretty sometimes. Wild. You know, it's pretty wild I, I like going up and places. down and
1: commenting on it at at this point with shows, and and you know, I don't mind doing that because I feel like it'll. It doesn't really matter to me if it like is like a weird sort of ebbs and flows of laughs and feelings. I I dig that sort of you know, like it's like um dig it i dig it bro. i dig it yeah <laughs> man Cats.
3: well the thing with the weed mm-hmm. cafe though is that if if everybody's eating edibles and it mm-hmm. all kicks in at the same time and they're so high <laughs> that they're like they're just they they feel their 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 glutes in the chairs more than they're they're listening you to. can't bomb oh
0: it's, you can bomb so hard that's how you. Bomb. everyone's gonna laugh you, you anyway. know
1: nobody laughs and people laugh at weird stuff they they really
3: yeah. they really laugh when like they're they're just a little high because you can smoke and yeah. eat in yeah. the room mm-hmm. so if they're smoking then they're, it's great laughs but once right. the edibles kick in I don't know if you yeah. guys are aware of edibles but sometimes you can't even <laughs> watch a movie and it's, it's like oh, it gets yeah you're like, like, yeah, you're like stuff. You're, your, your your just eyes
1: just feel like crust like they're all just, mm, just,
3: just yeah, you're aware of your eyes That's you're, what you're aware of your eyes, eyes. you're actually looking at your eyes on stage the other day I said that
1: I couldn't the other I couldn't sleep because I could feel my eyes.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> <thinking> <laughs> yes. Low.
1: But uh um the but people I'll do things like I did two shows a couple weeks ago at that venue and I was opening for a guy and this first I did the first set and I was like that went fun that was really fun mm-hmm. then the second one was like oh, <coughs> I'll do a different set. I'm totally cool to do mm-hmm. another 10 minutes and it's like then I did the other 10 minutes and it was like eh and then it's mm-hmm. like that's the other thing is you sort of try to challenge yourself. If you try to challenge yourself it can screw up yeah <laughs> you know like you gotta there's like yeah. a slight s- script stick to the script idea especially if you're doing like t- to different audiences you know well it's
3: so hard if you lose them because it, sometimes it can go down so low that you're just just digging uphill to try to like get mm-hmm. them back and if you don't have enough time like it's hard because yeah. a lot of times i'm doing like 10 minutes time. max or six mm-hmm. minutes and And you so you find that you're writing a lot of, like, one-liner jokes, but then it's hard to get a flow too because you want to get the laughs and you want to hit them, but um, they can't really understand who you are. And well, that's getting getting back into why it's
1: hard to, it takes a long time to find who you are because it's like, okay, so you you can write jokes, that's great, Mm -hmm. and then you're also, but if your personality isn't shining behind that, then there's kind of like this extra layer that isn't exactly. really being felt. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I'm pretty sure it's true. You it's know? very true, yeah. And, and that's how I, I always used to think that there was like two types of beginner comedians. Like there was like people who could write jokes and people who were like huge personalities. And then it's mm-hmm. always about sort of like on stage, you know, and, and then it's about kind of you guys can't see my hands at, back there in Radio Land, are coming together.
2: Land, I'm trying to merge the hands like they're like, <laughs> they're merging, they're coming together, a pie piece now. <laughs> interlacing, interlacing pie. the fingers, and you know you can kind of imagine, it. yeah. Piece of but, pie. Well,
0: George, like as like, as as watching her on stage when you're in the audience, and <clears> do you feel like you want to go up to every single person because that's what I would feel like. And just go laugh, goddamn! <laughs> no. You just want
3: to, get, no. you want to get, all like. That would well, be great if I saw. Great, <laughs> are when you don't have to us. do
2: that. when the people kind of laugh and they're feeling it out. Yeah, no, most yeah. of the time, I just want to be no. I want to be just not. I don't want her to look at me and like yeah. or see me there. I'm just kind of like in the background, yes. kind of. And make like, like, if you're that. with
1: George's. If you're watching George's bands, are you like? the crowd you're like do you want to go up to them and be like dance dance
0: I don't
3: think it's the same thing because like George is on
0: stage with a whole bunch of other guys so it's a group effort yeah whereas you're up there. That's the thing. That's the scariest thing about being a stand-up comedian. Is it's just like a party of one, well, and plus, I am so scary. He,
3: he gets to practice too before, yeah, right? Right. Whereas you don't and really even, get to even if I like, practice, I'm, I'm learning... if you write the
2: shittest song. Yeah. yeah, we still get to play it in its entirety, and everyone has to listen to it. Yeah. and and you don't know, you don't have this immediate up to the second you know, like, review of what you're doing. And the
1: positive expectations
2: is is also...
1: I think people want to laugh at comedians. I'm not really saying that. You know, they go in a lot of the time being like, well, I want to be entertained. But music, I feel people are expecting happiness or something to be made happy almost just by the fact that this entire structure exists, that they can hear music. It's so nice. Comedy is a little different, where it's there's this thing where, you know, a lot of people, for some reason think oh I could do that and that's sort of in the back of their head you know this idea that well I'm funny you know yeah, and yeah, so yeah. this person I hope is funnier than I am and mm-hmm. my friends are and then there's something where comedy is negative you know, you know I just read this Bob Odenkirk interview where he said this so I'm kind of so oh is Bob, that the one that uh, so the yeah I think so. I
3: don't
1: really say comedy, but, but there is this element of it being you're kind of talking about bad experiences you're sort of talking through bad experiences you're having catharsis about all these bad experiences so if you don't Nail that, and you're just kind of making people feel bad. You yes. Know? Yes. Like, oh, the, yeah. And, and, and yeah. people might know that it's going there. So yeah. it's, 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 they're almost expecting to be reminded of bad shit. Or yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You know? There is an art to that. Yeah. Like, so- y-
3: y- just make them happy. If you can't do that properly, mm-hmm. then just do a bunch of like one liner happy stuff, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. make them feel something. But.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that stuff is like, like, a lot of people go to that. They go to like blue or dark material. Yeah. And that is like, the Jimi Hendrix of stand up comedy, like yeah. like you have to be yeah, like going
1: for you have mega to be really good to solos. like
2: make someone feel comfortable by showing them something, you know, horrific, and then taking all the venom out of it. Like right. like uh, perfect example is the Richard Pryor on um, Sunset Strip mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, here he is talking about. A time when he tried to kill himself by lighting himself on fire, yeah. and he has the crowd in stitches, yeah. and he's making light of all the really dark, the darkest moments in his life. And inside, like, he's crying, yeah, inside. so hard, and
1: he's kind of lying, even on. <laughs> that's right, you
2: know?
3: Yeah, like,
1: yeah. It's, and I, but it's, but it's, but, but that's cause it's, it's, cause it's artifice. That's all. You know? It's, oh, like, it's
2: yeah. beautiful, and yeah. it was like
1: it's but so masterful. Do try to
3: go for that right off the hop. And oh, that's the, the worst. Like, yeah. 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 If and, you've and had and a bad experience and you've
1: been doing comedy for five years, don't address it or for two even five you know like take your time if you have some trauma in your life you might not be able to deal with that on stage for Mm -hmm. quite some time because you don't want your like your lack of on stage voice to underserve this insane story or Mm -hmm. you know like traumatic thing you know and people don't want to think you're going through it right that's the main thing too is like if you go up there and you say um my uh, house caught fire i'm homeless yeah. people yeah, might not laugh would, but if you no. go my ho- my house got fire I was homeless now I live in this shelter and it's great everyone <laughs> <laughs> will love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's,
3: <Yeah>. not <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> it's, it's not easy. easy he's got it yeah. lesson people I, yeah. I this lesson one,
1: I have this really great thing <laughs> where it's like oh Nick this premise sounds good where is it going nowhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> CBC right. is giving away a $500,000 budgeted uh, primetime special. And by giveaway, I mean not giveaway at all, but actually like totally takeaway from everyone's a time. special? They've made a website called Comedy Coup, it's, and it's basically all these people submitting ideas for shows and web series and you guys submitted
2: yes we did
1: when did you get bombed we had
3: okay so we had actually been working on this show like privately actually with Ben Rispin, the guy that said Barry could have a joke it Mm -hmm. goes around that I did a rap song with Um, we just started filming these sketches we we met with uh, Ben and one of his oldest best friends and just had some ideas, bounced them off, we, and we thought, okay, let's try it out. So it's supposed to be a teaser, so we submitted a teaser, right? And and we didn't really know what our premise was of the show, and submitted it, got through, we got through the first round, I think just just barely, we got through, so it was like 300, then it went down to 100, but they made it 110, <laughs> so we made it like the 10 of the 110. Uh, but but we got to the point where we're like I don't even we're not gonna make it so why mm-hmm. are we even bothering like putting so much time in because it's hard for our group even to get together mm-hmm. and so it was a
0: group it wasn't just the two of you
3: no no so it's
2: uh, it's the, uh, ben five and he, six of us kind yeah. of oh, I yeah see. And Adam okay.
3: and, and then Phil and yeah so we, we have a few guys and uh, but then it got to the point where you have to submit a Bible and a script for the yeah. first pilot, and, and you so, don't have a lot of time to do that. No, you don't at all. Yeah. And so George and I agreed that we would write it, and it it, it like, was, we were. It was an angry Pettit household. Like let me no. tell you, because like, Bible writing
1: is is uh, for those not in the know. This is we're not talking about religious Bibles, but Like the I'd rather write truth, <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah, I would rather, 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 rather create a religion. Just yeah. It's like a treatment of it? Or uh, it's more like the, the. It's harder. <laughs> I would say it's different than a treatment. A treatment is specifically for a movie, so that would be like just a long retelling of a story. No, a treatment's more like an outline. It. A Bible mm-hmm. is, what is what is a show? In short, first you say, then in long, you say, what is the show? It's, they say here are the just, characters, yeah, here are the here's the, uh, the world, and here's say. some oh, episodes words. that are gonna happen. So yeah. it's really. So, real. so yeah. essentially, so anybody,
2: any director could come, look at your Bible, and they could make the show, and it would look, mm-hmm. re- you know, reasonably like what you're thinking. People get show, paid like right? thousands of bucks to write.
3: So this is <laughs> the thing. So we have a child. We have a, we have a he's, child. He's we four and a half. We didn't so George is like, oh, I'm gonna go. He's a good guy. So George is like, I'm gonna go work on the Bible, and it was just like freedom. So George, would be on a laptop, like playing online Candy Crush Saga, and, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then I would be like, yeah, I'm working on it too, and then I would just be huddled in a corner, just welcome just, to the just world just of writing. And yeah. This is writing. He would stay <laughs> work on it, and I would say, so finally, when it was coming down to like the hour, I'm like, George, you get your ass up there. You got. Ah, oh
2: yeah, ah, we, were, we were just like, and then in he's the like, thick.
3: oh, whoa, and he goes up, and then hours and hours <laughs> later. He goes back to check it and our son had deleted it all. Oh, oh yeah, that
2: was great he, too. Yeah. He got I put our like I put in, in a solid up. like like three hours straight. Which of is just the only like,
3: three hours he put in. He <laughs> well no, went then lie. I put in another <laughs> one. This he is not lie this, lie putting putting <laughs> this is not abnormal. This is not
1: look, putting in that's like the it's hard to write oh my god. Three
2: hours so, got me to like one third of the thing. Feeling done, yeah, of like the yeah, script. Like done. something. And I was just like, oh great. And then Owen went on my computer looking for Netflix. And he—I <laughs> don't know what dead. he did. He closed it, save and, it and, and it wasn't and saved, and it was. Let me wow. tell you, that
3: household—wow.
2: Dark moments in my <laughs> life. Yeah, that's up there. I'm
3: surprised you guys didn't hear me out.
2: Oh God. So yeah, either way, we are. We were drawing up the divorce papers. Pretty
3: much, <laughs> that's what we were, working we're just on. Livid. Actually, and no this is the, the writing.
2: This is the writing like process for us. Is just us like seething across the table from one another, working on separate projects. And then she's just like, "What do you think of this?" And I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." You oh, know, like. because like, like, well, like, our cultures are
3: way different, and how we get along is George is very laid back, right? I love... He's and like you fat, sweat it all the different stress yeah. I stress every single thing in this entire world, right? And mm-hmm. and so when you... the two like Which works in marriage, because... Uh, sometimes. yin yang,
2: uh, yang, whatever. Like, yeah.
3: Yang, rah, rah. <laughs> oh, There's Nick Suna jerking off motion. I, know. No, I can't I didn't. see it. Though, I'm oh, he I'm, actually is. I'm jerking he, off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, not a motion. <laughs> Go
1: on. I'm after uh-huh. Uh You mentioned computers. That got me thinking about all the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's exciting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Anyway.
3: But um, Yeah. So we we're great at writing sketches, like the f- sketches to write them is, is like it's so wonderful to write a sketch, but to actually hash out like details.
2: We're we we're, we're good at like coming up with funny ideas and then hashing them out with the guys. When it comes to actually doing work and stuff, we're not great at that. And then like so so we we do this thing. We get the we get the bible done. The script done. Um, we send it to Phil. Phil makes it look professional. That it's like nice. it's like there's like graphics and it looks amazing and it's really it in professional.
3: Right at the exact moment that you could be voted out and So it, essentially,
2: it yeah, what I'm getting at is we sad. sent it in and <laughs> and then literally like the next morning we woke up and we were cut from the oh. concert. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: I've, I have a theory that most YouTube mean commenters are from Canada.
0: I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling that they're just like every every that's like eight out of ten negative yeah, comments are from Canada. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. It's just wow. is this weird, weird thing where
1: I feel people are just really ready to be like, I don't, well, I'm not. Because everybody's so like nice you, here, I think.
0: So,
3: so they externally. can finally anonymously so just anonymously be mean. Be yeah, really mean. But, like, we had never really, well, I had never really experienced that, and George is like, welcome, because he's obviously yeah, experienced Guess it right? Right? with yeah, music, like, right? yeah. You and
2: put something out there, people are going to, Tell yeah. you whether they like it or not like no anonymously yeah. on the internet, and they're not gonna—they're not gonna sugarcoat it. Oh no! It. They're gonna be oh, like, no. "This is shit. You should quit comedy and probably kill yourself." Oh, pretty much. You—you yeah. make Hitler look like uh, Miss America. Yeah.
3: You know, I, I don't know. I it that was it. a Weird. <laughs> 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 <You>
2: make Hitler <laughs> look like
0: Miss America. I don't know where I'm going that, right... that Yeah. That, was, that <laughs> comment. We're just gonna
2: British, put that was... right at the beginning <laughs> of the
1: podcast. There it is. Have you had the What's the worst thing you've had on a YouTube comment? Let's revisit that. Oh man, uh when <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: this is the best He's thing. Ready. This is the best cuz this happened when I announced that I was playing a dead tired. Uh-oh. Uh I no, don't like I
1: don't
0: it like got what picked this is up, going oh.
2: already. Got picked up by I don't know, AP top comment was like this guy and he was the most specific oh, breakdown worst. of worst, worst. like he was just like no, it was great actually cuz he was like First of all, this is garbage. Uh, who cares what this has been did did or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And then he starts going into like. I promise you they'll probably won't make more than two albums, and no (laughs) member will clear more than $20,000 a year. And I was just like, this guy, what does this (laughs) say? This guy's an industry insider. He knows And and to me, I was like, $20,000 a year? Holy shit, man. I I just hit the fucking jack. Is this David Geffen? (laughs)
0: $20,000 a
2: year off of music?
1: (laughs) That's not so bad. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Um, like that's, that's, this
1: that's incredible of music is this
2: separate of music yeah each that's member great.
1: each yeah, wow. member
3: yeah, you didn't the have band will bring
2: in a hundred thousand yeah, yeah. dollars
3: yeah 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 okay like, like that yeah, was his, his
2: big dig and I was like this is incredible but yeah no people have said all sorts of you know they they don't like you, what know, you think people of? don't like the funniest yeah Danko who hates oh, you uh <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh there's a whole rumor about Prince playing Massey Hall. Yes, yeah. I and then it was pulled or whatever; it wasn't happening. Yeah, it was like so, his band was it was rehearsing or something, yeah. wasn't it? Well, well it was the girl really, who like, plays excited. guitar in Third Eye Girl, which is his backing band, is from Mississauga. Mm. Okay. So there is a there is a Toronto connection. Doesn't he have a house on the? He bridal used path to have too? a house on the. Bridal Did we talk path? about this on the last I podcast? So. <laughs> Maybe. We're interested. But anyways, um, so I start tweeting at around eight o'clock, going, Prince is crushing it at Massey Hall right now it is it is on yeah. i am here yeah. and i'm like this is amazing and all this stuff and then i was like hashtagging prince to, which was the hashtag going around and you know then people start getting in on it I, I bring in decisive and the two of us started <laughs> yeah. going, we're here it's awesome we're here. so uh about an hour or two hours later this guy starts going fuck you and your band I waited in line all day <laughs>
1: oh, <no.
0: laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you hate Prince fans you hate prince fans and and then I go how can I hate myself <laughs> I love yeah, Prince right yeah. and then I start I, I go on his profile he's like this 18 year old kid mm-hmm. who's so, so suddenly 18 year old kids into
2: Prince yeah someone? that's
0: I was like that's respect but, that's from respect. what I from what I gathered from his profile it was Prince and blink 182 right first I started going back and forth of him going like hey like no, what's with the hate tweet? And then I'm, then I realize I'm going back and forth it's with probably year old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this yeah. is crazy. He's on coke. <laughs> I am a loser. That's why he has
1: those tastes. Those are three acts that, like, if you're really
2: flying high. <laughs> <laughs> you want that. in there? Uh, that that happens. There's a kid who does that on our on on my to my personal Twitter all the time. Where a big show will happen, like at Riot Fest, it happened. Where he'd take a picture from way at the back, so you can't really see who's on stage, and he'd be like, "Alexis on fire, just got back together. Oh my god, they're doing it!" And he did it again at Supercrawl. He? So he keeps tweeting at me like, to "George, man, thanks for thanks so much for coming back for one more show." Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah just, there's a lot of that. Right, like, that's know. great. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, uh, of course. Joel, uh, the the head of Dynalone Records and Bedlam Music Management and all this stuff. He was working in. He was working at Sam the Record Man in um, Saint Catharines when we were playing local shows. And he promoted local shows in Saint Catharines and all this stuff. And we kind of we tour around together. And he was just kind of like the older guy from the scene who, you know, hey, here's how you do this. And he helped us out a lot. And then. He became a manager at the same time we were becoming a band kind of thing and we actually picked him over other I don't know people who had like big bands. stars, yeah, yeah like good bands too like yeah. I don't know we, we we were we were being courted by a guy who um I maybe I won't even talk about it because I don't want to be like yeah we stole that guy to fuck off but like <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> but he was a good guy. He was just like an American booking agent who who had booked a lot of bands that we Maurice really liked. Starr? Maurice Starr. Mm-hmm. We were just like, I don't know, maybe we'll just go with Joel because he might know. You know, he's here and he's been he's put a lot mm-hmm.
3: of time in and all this and stuff. Now a-
0: and now he's the head of Canadian music. Yeah,
3: he's a boss. so like he's yeah.
0: been. Yeah, yeah, I was a good good choice. There was one time we had a big time manager uh, courting us as well, and. Uh, We were playing, it was like CMW or North by Northeast or something. We met in the big hotel that all all the people who are out of town, they stay at the Royal York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we had like a meeting with him. And then the evening we played and then he didn't stick around. He just gave us, someone gave a note to give to us from him. He was gone. Mm -hmm. And it just said something to the effect of one year from now. Stadiums or something like. Oh. That. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. looked at it. And we started laughing. Oh, we couldn't wow. believe it. Oh, that man. kind of stuff is. I thought that just was relegated to like sitcoms.
3: Yeah.
0: You oh know, no, it's, it's real. It's totally real. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We uh we sacked our first uh, um American booking agent because um and we were not an appealing act I think for a lot of the American agents uh, so they they sent this guy and he was like and he was probably he was on the wrong side of 50 like he was like he was like 56 or something and he's and you know white hair white chest hair coming out from his unbuttoned shirt like kind of thing and he shows up and he's just like hey guys you know I'm thinking I think I can get you on the road with Evanescence that's what I'm thinking <laughs> and we're like okay alright and then like I remember there was this unbelievable moment where we are in our van we're about to leave and uh the guy, the guy pulls out in his like in his convertible, and he's just like he's like, see you around, guys. Great band, and then he drove off. But the best thing was one of the guys from the other from the other bands on the tour was standing like behind his car that pulled up. So when he pulled off, and he was just like standing there, and he's like, great band, guys. <laughs> oh god. Eventually we got. Eventually we got hooked up with like a great with a great Pokemon agent in the states, but it was just like we had to like we were like no we we have to have a talk. Like, this is not it.
0: When that happens in front of the other bands on the bill, are you not totally embarrassed? Oh, mortified.
2: Mortified. <laughs> but at the same time, it was a great day. We also appreciated a good, like, yeah. fuck you.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because that it was kind of a it moment yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Be, you deserved it. to be commented on as soon as it happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. 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 It was yeah. great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I was in a Danko Jones video. Yeah, you were Cadillac. Dang.
2: Yeah, you, yeah,
3: okay. yeah. I was in no videos. No. Non-video. When we first no. started dating, like, because there was a it was hotly contested because, you know, <laughs> other girlfriends that were no longer girlfriends of other members were in videos. So I had just like come along <laughs> to this video shoot in this in this grocery store and they needed extras. So like someone on some. Walkie Talkie was like, okay, we need to get some more extras, and he's like, you, you want to be in the video? And I was like, oh, maybe ask the singer because we just started dating, right? And then all you hear is like, that's a negative. He doesn't want her in the video, and it's so loud, it's booming over like the mega system in the grocery store, and all these other like people in the background at looking. It was not that
2: I that I wouldn't love to see you
3: this isn't cherry pie I carry we, that,
2: that was a hot point of you know I knew it would be like I mean, one of those situations where like she's in the you know someone why someone would I be like
3: yeah.
2: she's in the video why wasn't I invited to be in the video Definitely. like kind of like oh, there were some not so good dynamics at that like time that, between oh. girlfriends and weirdness and all this sort of stuff
3: so, but I didn't really know that so I was just like oh you're okay and then we
2: had done a video where two of the girlfriends at the time yes. had been in the video yes. And I remember that irking me a bit and being like, mm, "This is why we could use." So you were like to... trying
1: to stay true to yourself and who you were. I was trying to it's humiliate Megan publicly. Of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if, I wasn't, if anything,
2: I was trying to humiliate her. It's a good and... version
1: of playing hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. No. Playing publicly, announcing don't want. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Really good guys. Ooh. All right. Well, Thank good. you. Good Thank you for podcast. having us. Thanks, guys. Thanks (laughs) for coming over. (laughs) Thanks a lot. I guess, do we all have time for lunch?
1: Yes. I think so, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. sure. All right.
3: let's Let's do it. Let's do it. Yay.